going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Bounds Podcast. Um, we're gonna keep it short. We're gonna touch on some some hot button topics. We already got some NFL trades going on, some releases. One um, Seattle legend tweeting his goodbyes to his team. So, Jim, Junie, what's going on, man? Hey, man, I'm good. How you doing tonight? Hey, hey, how's everybody? I'm all right. Good, good, man. Hey, just so y'all know, just so the listening public know, we were we were trying this and it cut off on us. We waiting for our energy to come on with KG. I don't know where he at. What's taking him so long? We gonna get it. We gonna get it started. Uh, let's talk about uh, the the big 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 news of the day, and then that's uh, Michael Bennett. The Seahawks is trading Michael Bennett to the already loaded. Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I already already had the uh, the the Eagles at top right now because they really haven't lost anything, and they bring them by the same squad. You're gonna get a healthy Carson Wentz back next year, and now they add Michael Bennett and they traded. Uh, let's see, the Eagles traded their wide receiver Marcus Johnson. Let's see. The Eagles sent the fifth round pick and wide receiver Marcus Johnson. The Seahawks got Bennett and the seventh round pick. Guys, what y'all do? I mean, this already makes the rich richer. Jim, Junie, y'all, y'all tell me what y'all, how y'all feel about the uh, Michael Bennett trade. Go ahead, Jim. Hey, look, a great move by the Eagles. They just got stronger. I mean, that front four, I mean, you thought it was tough last year. That front four is just going to be even nastier. So, I, I think it's a great move. It didn't lose anything. Um, added great quality. And it adds a great rotation. That front four can be rotated. And they probably won't miss a beat. So, once they catch their groove next season, these guys – they may lead the the league in sacks, pressures, fumbles. I, I, I I'm ready to see what's going to happen with these guys. Joni, I'm right here. Hey man, Michael Bennett to the to the Eagles, man. That what you think? You know what? I think Philadelphia made a great move. You know. Um, I think it was his time up in Seattle because he was ready to go. And I think he would be really happy. They're going to uh, welcome him with open arms, you know, and he's going to start off fresh with an awesome team, you know. And I, I think the main thing is to make that player happy. And Bennett is going to be very happy. He's going to a team that's already together. They just won a Super Bowl. So as a player, oh, my God, that's gonna be, he's going to be very happy. Seattle's going to be on building process. They're getting rid of everybody. So kudos, kudos to Michael Bennett. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for the team he's going to. And the, the man, the energy, KG, I see you popped mm-hmm. on there, man. Please tell mm-hmm. me you're here. I'm here. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about Michael Bennett to going to the Eagles and how loaded the Eagles already are, man, and and they, they're definitely – they were already the favorite before Michael Bennett came. 
because they're getting them, they're going to get Carson Wentz back 100% next year. They're not, I don't, they're not going to miss a beat. Now, talk to me about KG. I want you to talk to me about their current cap space and what you think their next move is. Well, with this deal, put the Eagles $10 million over the cap. Now, of course, that's not a whole lot, but this means Fletcher Cox, Graham, Barnett, Bennett, all on the same defense with Malcolm Jenkins. If I'm not mistaken, Ronald Darby's coming back. Like, they have a rotation on defense that is scary good. And now, with these drafts, all this. KG, we having a little bit of. KG, you going in and out if you can hear me. Having a little bit of technical difficulties with KG. We're going to try to get him get him 100%. And uh, we'll come back. We'll come back to you, KG. You're going, you're going in and out. Um, let's see. The current reports, and I, I can't we, – we probably going to have to do a Monday podcast when free agency opens just because there's so much going on. <clears throat> the reports are that uh, Kirk Cousins, then the Vikings are on <laughs> the contract they're going to three years guarantee $91 million guaranteed. And it's such a big deal that you got Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees waiting for this guy to sign so they can see what type of money he gets so they know what type of money they can ask for. Fellas, uh, let's start with Junie. Junie, we're going to start off with you, Jim, and then we'll go back to KG, see if he got his uh, his situation fixed. 90, hey, Junie, three years, $91 million guaranteed for Kirk Cousins. What you think? Did we lose Junie too? Dude, we just having a bad night right now. <laughs> Goodness gracious. KG, you there? I'm here. All right, let's let's let's, let's do let's start with Jim. Jim, Vikings, Kurt, we we we've talked about this on a lot of podcasts because it's it's a big deal because of I think the, the type of market he's going to set with guaranteed money. Uh, and the same thing for Le'Veon Bell, the same thing we talked about. Odell Beckham asking for twenty million a year. What do you you think that three years, ninety one million guaranteed for Kirk Cousins is fair, or you think the Vikings are desperate? I don't think the Vikings are desperate. I don't think thirty one million is fair. Kirk Cousins is just kind of to me up and down. And I'm not even mad at Kirk because he, he needs to go get the money. I'm, with, I'm upset that it all basically started with Jimmy Garoppolo getting that $100 million contract, which in turns, it, it puts stress on other teams to go and get these quarterbacks. So if if Kirk Cousins can make $31 million, how much is Drew Brees going to command? I mean – 
we we know he's a way ac- more accurate passer or or more um up to the moment. He's not starstruck or anything. He man, it just upsets the balance so bad it irritates me that you that you 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 still hamstringing the the franchise later on. So what if he if Kirk Cousins has a bad year? Hey, you didn't gave this man thirty-one million. I, maybe twenty-five, maybe twenty. I, I don't know. I don't know if Kurt is worth uh, thirty-one, man. Now, now let me let me reset this for for our uh, two and a half listeners. <laughs> we 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 we're in, we're based in the, the Maryland, D.C., Virginia area. So my man KG is a, a diehard Redskins fan. So he. He's definitely gonna come from the heart when he comes with his take about cousins and the Redskins and everything else. My thing is this, and, and, and KG, you know, you 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 watch it more than me. Kirk Cousins, now I, th- I think out of Washington history, I think they've had some pretty good quarterbacks come on the center. All right, he's broke some Redskins records with. I I don't want to discredit the guys he's had. But he, besides Jordan Reed, that's the only A plus tight end slash receiver I, I believe he's had. K, KG, am I wrong? You, I mean, if I'm wrong, tell me. KG, KG, hello, Jim, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. KG, you there? I'm here. Hear me. I can hear you now. Let's see if we can, if we can't. We can't get it this time. We might have to reset this one, man, because this is everybody out. Junie gone. I see his picture smiling at me, but I can't hear him. We good now? We good now. Tell me what you think about what I – did you hear what I said? Yeah, I heard exactly what you said. Now, to set the table for it, Kirk Cousins getting $30 million over three years. I didn't want to give him 20 here. But if he going to get 30 from somewhere else – but now, as far as what he meant to the Washington Redskins, if you're a Redskins fan, think back. When's the last time we had a franchise quarterback? You got to think really far because most of us, well, me and BJ were still little pups. We haven't had a franchise quarterback truly since 85. When Joe Theismann got hurt, we haven't had a franchise quarterback since. Kirk was the closest thing we had to a franchise quarterback. 4,500 yards back-to-back seasons. He broke Jay Schrader's records. Come on, why, why not pay this guy? So, yeah, I'm, I'm a little hurt that he's going to walk. But what's the, the track record for former Redskins quarterbacks? What is it? They always go somewhere else and win. Look at Brad Johnson. Brad Johnson came here and we averaged almost 50 points a game in 99 with him as a starter. They let him go in favor of Jeff George. He goes to Tampa Bay, wins the Super Bowl in 03. Come on. Valid point. Valid point. I want to stay on the Redskins for a second because I really think this is a slap in the face because when you go to any team stadium, especially – Teams that have multiple Super Bowls, they proudly display their trophies anywhere they go when they sign new coaches, 
when they sign marquee players, those Super Bowl trophies are sitting in the background. The Redskins are one of those teams that proudly displays their Super Bowl trophies. And I think for this current article I just read where they're going to award the 1987 replacement players with Super Bowl rings, I think that's kind of a that upsets me because if, if it took you that long to re, to award these guys and, and, and feel like they were deserving of rings, then you shouldn't have been displaying the trophy. What what you think? Yeah, I, I agree with that. Look, that's news to me. Look, you played on the team, you helped the team reach the Super Bowl, you won it. Hey, replacements or not, they came in and did their job. Bottom line. Redskins went eleven and four that season. And they when they won a second Super Bowl, forty two to ten blowout over Denver. KG, you there? Yeah, I'm here. I, I know you want to touch on this, man. Go fire away, bro. I think it's long overdue. I, I don't know the semantics behind why they didn't get rings in the first place, because even practice squad players get rings when you win the Super Bowl. So I, I, I don't understand why they didn't get Super Bowl rings in the first place. And if you're not familiar with what the replacement players did in 87 during a uh, strike shortened season. Well, it really was, it was only one game low uh, missed. Uh, they went three and zero, and a huge win in Dallas, 13 to seven, which we needed. It pushed us forward when the reg- when, when the regular players came back, we just kept rolling, kept rolling. And you, you know, we had a, a great playoff one run. You get to, the playoffs, Joe Gibbs makes a switch at running back and – I'm sorry, at quarterback first, where he inserts Doug Williams, bench Jay Schrader. They go through the tournament, which it, it was a, a playoff tournament. They get to the Super Bowl. He starts Timmy Smith in that Super Bowl. And Daryl Green said, I, I had never seen Timmy Smith before that day. I haven't seen him afterwards. <laughs> Timmy Smith goes in and, and sets records. But if you're not, if you've never seen the movie The Replacement for Keanu Reeves and Gene Hackman, that was loosely based on the 87 Redskins season. But I think it's observing and it's long overdue. KG, what's our next topic, man? I'm going to pass it over to you, man. What's, what are we going into next? Oh, let's stick with the NFL. We got, uh, well, we know that the Legion of Boom is is disbanding. <laughs> How about that? They breaking up the band. But we have another really huge trade that happened today. And um, another trade that affects the NFC East, that affects me very badly. Whew. The LA Rams traded Alec Ogletree, a 2019 seventh-round pick, to the Giants. For a fourth and a sixth round pick in 2018. Like, you just got a premier pass rusher. Because he could rush the pass and he could drop back in, in coverage. But you got a premier defensive player. Let's put him that way. For two, four, two picks. A fourth and a sixth. But they said that uh, 
the Rams are trying to shed a little cap space so they can pay Aaron Donald, your reigning defensive player of the year. So that's why they traded Robert Quinn also. $2 million extension in October. So everybody in the East is making moves. The Cowboys can't make any moves because they're one. So Dez, I hear that Dez won't restructure his contract so they can free up some money. And the Redskins are just moseying along like, you know, we just won two Super Bowls back to back. So I don't know what's going on in the East, but, yeah, it don't look too pretty for Dallas and the Redskins. Hey, man, that's always frustrating when you're sitting and your team is the only team not making moves in your division or wherever. And I say that about I say that about the Wizards every year. Then what you think about Alex Ogletree going to the Giants? How you think that he's going to help that defense? Yeah, it should add some stability to it, you know, give him some strength. I, I don't know if their answer is to really a problem on defense. I think it's more offensive uh, for myself. But he, you know, as, as a he adds some security to that team, you know. But it's oh man, I, you know I hear Kevin. I hear you complaining about the red. It's still early for y'all. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't want to go out. I, I don't want to make this big old splash with these guys. I, I want. I, I, I want to sign the draftees. I want to sign the young puppies. But, geez, man, we we need to make a move or something. But, but at least y'all do make a move. Guess what? The Steelers are not going to do anything again. They're going to go outside one person, and that's it. They're gonna let the, who do you? Huh? You're the Pittsburgh Steelers. Who do you need? They'll go out and draft another safety or you know somebody a line like we're in the need for an inside linebacker. So they'll probably draft a veteran inside linebacker. That I mean, uh, uh, get one in free agency and and then draft one. The Steelers don't do anything in free agency. It's just I be rooting and hoping and at least your, at least your team, y'all teams do something. Man, you got a Hall of Fame quarterback with a quarterback in the wings waiting and Landry Jones. You got Martavius Bryant, Antonio Brown, and Juju. Uh, who else? Shoot, you got Jesse James at tight end. Pounce is getting up there in age, but he still anchors that line. I mean, y'all don't really need much. All y'all got to do is win the win, win the the AFC North, and you straight. Look, look, they they need a safe, they need a safety, they need a a, re, a replacement cornerback for Ollie Burns, so they can move Ollie Burns to slot, and they need an inside linebacker because of Shazier, and then they need another outside linebacker to re, replace Bud Dupree. Don't, aren't y'all bringing back Hayden too? Yeah, Hayden's on one side, but Artie Burns is the okay. one they toasting. Who man? But I, I now you know, I give you a hard time about this. I've watched y'all dominate on defense with 
Hank Poteet and Ike Taylor. But you had Palomalu back there. But before Palomalu, it was y'all had pretty much nothing in the secondary. I'm not gonna say nothing, but yeah, it wasn't yeah. a great secondary. Yeah, because we had Darren Perry back there. And you dominated because your front seven was so good. And I still think y'all got a good front seven. I mean, I would love to be in your shoes where you're constantly every year you're contending for a Super Bowl. We're just contending just to hopefully back into the playoff at ten and six or yeah. nine and seven. Yeah, I ain't gonna argue with you there. I can't argue that one. And that's another thing. I don't want everybody, oh, let's go ten and six. Let's go ten. No, 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 no. Same thing I said about the Wizards. You got to get that mediocrity out of your head. The Wizards being in the fourth, fifth, and sixth place, and you're happy with it. No, no, no. No. Start getting up into that first, second, and third and see what it feel like. That's a different type of air when you're in the top three. Just like it's a different type of air from 10 and 6, the air is stale, but it's air. But 11 and 5 and 12 and 4, 13 and 3, you got a little swagger. The sun shines on you a little bit different, you know? You, you walk with your head held high and your shoulders back. You kind of sort of slumped over at 10 and 6. And you're like, oh, well, we're here. I, I don't want that. I don't want that at all anymore. I, I need something better than that. 10 and 6. We haven't done better than 10 and 6 since 1991 when we went 14 and 2. Hey man, 20, 27 years if we don't do it. 27 years of mediocrity. Hey, and, and I, I'll piggyback off of that. You know, I'm a lifelong Buffalo Bills fan. I root for the Redskins. Uh, Bills, my Bills got in the playoffs last year, not because of what they did, but because the Ravens blew a coverage and let the Bengals score a touchdown late in the game that – knocked Baltimore out of the playoffs and sent Buffalo to the playoffs. Like, if you tell me I can pull this switch right here and switch place with the Pittsburgh Steelers and be a respectable franchise that makes grown-up moves and is constantly in the talk, not just the playoffs, but the Super Bowl every year, I'll flip that switch in a heartbeat. Now, they do need the, you know, of course you can't predict what happens to Ryan Shazier. That's, you know, that's something you just, it's just a kind of a freak accident. But now you have to go find you a, another line. And you can't find nobody to replace Shazier, you know, just like it was the snap of a finger. It's going to take a minute. Um, I know he wants to come back, and I hope he does come back strong. But for the time being, you have to replace that production. And that's not easy to do. So I, I agree with you, Kevin. You know, yeah, I would kill to be in that position. Pittsburgh is in every year. Hey, BJ, you know for a fact, as a Buffalo fan, now I've rooted for Buffalo before plenty of times. But, you know, Buffalo would go 13-3. and three, And it wasn't, well, Buffalo made the playoffs. What they going to do? It was no. Buffalo made the playoffs. Y'all better move out the way. I remember beat them beating the Raiders fifty-one to three. I was I, I still remember where I was at when Buffalo came back against Houston in '93 with Frank Wright, and they came back and won. Uh, uh, what was it, forty-one thirty-eight? Mm-hmm. Like the hugest comeback in NFL history. 
and was orchestrated by the man who also had the hugest comeback in college football history, Frank Wright. But I, I'm, I remember that. I remember the constant, you know, Buffalo was always the favorite. No matter who was, Buffalo was the favorite. I remember that. I remember that, all of that. I remember the Redskins constantly. When, when you go to this point in your life when your team is not doing anything and you regress so far, every team regresses, understand, because you always had those, those, those mediocre years. But when are you going to bust out of that slump? I don't want to bust out for one year and then go right back to for another 10. I mean, but if you look at the Patriots, I mean, they're down years. They might, instead of going 12 and 4, they're 10 and 6. Or they're eleven and five, but yeah, that down year they went eleven and five. They missed the playoffs. Missed the playoffs. But that was because the a- the AFC East was so strong. Yeah. Who who I wonder who won a who won a division I that year? I want to say the Jets won a division that year. And that was the year that Tom Brady got hurt, but they were still Super Bowl contenders with Tom Brady gone down. Yeah, and it's it's all about like I said, Pittsburgh is one of those franchises, Pittsburgh. Uh, New England, Green Bay, uh, who else? Uh, the, Phil- the Eagles now. Where if you do your draft right, and 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 we another thing to touch. I thought that the party should have ended about two or three years ago with the Legion of Boom as far as just replacing certain players, and um, you know getting uh, you know getting some the, the younger players in there and start to. So I guess you wouldn't have to say these long goodbyes. You know, you would already be transitioning to your new players. But it's just certain teams that know how to replace players. And Pittsburgh is at the top of that list. You know, the Patriots with uh, Belichick and him helping them draft and stuff, they're at, they're at the top of the list too. And, and just certain teams that – I don't know what they're looking at as far as them drafting their players, but it's, you know, you've had, like, Buffalo's had these first-round draft picks, you know, top top 10, top five, that have set them back. Was, you know, these type of picks that whip set your franchise back three to five years. You know, it's it's, it's crazy that to see the, the disparity between the league, between the people that know how to draft and know how to run a team, and then – the bottom of the barrel, which are the Clevelands of the world, that can't do anything right. Speaking of Legion of Boom, let me ask you a question, Jimmy. You too, B. Richard Sherman. Would you take a chance? if they, I, They're going to wind up cutting them. Would you take a chance and, and pick them up? Yes. Yep, I'll take a chance. Even coming off the yeah, I, look, yes, because somebody gonna give him a shot. I mean, don't give don't give him a big deal, um, and, and, and just give him a chance, or or just p- play him in certain packages, so he won't stress his uh, leg on you know, but being out there every play. Yeah, I, I would take a take him and give him sub packages and put him out there on the field. What 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 can it hurt? If he does if he does nah. great, you then gain something good. If he does terrible, then you made a small investment and just tried it out, knowing you still got basically your same set of uh, corners. 
what you say, dude? I say absolutely yes. And and here's the reason I say the same thing the Chiefs did with Revis last year. You bring him in, and if you can show me a glimpse of, you know, we know you're not as fast, but you're smart. You're a smarter player now. You know the players before it happens, so that makes up for your speed. Now, Richard Sherman, unless he's chasing money, you know, I mean, I don't know where he's going to go coming off an injury that's going to pay him. But Richard Sherman could easily go to one of these top contending teams and they got some young cornerbacks and that they can learn from them and he could set them up on the field right and, and show them the ins and outs. I think he'll definitely – Make your defense better. Um, I don't. I don't see him sawing. I mean, everybody has injuries, but I would definitely pull the trigger on him. Think about this: if he might go to the Patriots, if they lose a Malcolm Butler, take a shot. You still got Eric Rowe, and then he's gonna even have more, even more motivation to get back to the Super Bowl. Hey, KG, and we- Richard Sherman is six foot four. Yeah, he is. That's pretty big. For we and we we talk. Hey, six foot four. We talk about this all the time as far as where these players go and their motivation. You think Michael Bennett isn't going to be motivated going to the World Champions? Know that knowing that they're the favorite to repeat. You know what I'm saying? You think if Richard Sherman signed with the Patriots, he's not going to come out? Just like we talked about this in the previous podcast. Sammy Watkins played in Buffalo, always heard something wrong with his ankle, toe, his big ear. It's something wrong with everything. Every time he's got play, he don't want to go on the field and play. You get to St. Louis now, they, you know, they they win in the division, his playoff run. He's fine now. It's funny how winning cures the smallest of pains. And I, I guarantee you, Richard Sherman go sign with the the Patriots. Or the the Saints, you know, somebody like that 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 he the hell know he go to the playoffs. I guarantee you, he he'll show up every. I mean, he already go. I I don't I don't. He's not that type of player. I guarantee you he's gonna show up anyway. But let him go sign with a that he know he's gonna be. You know, has a chance of being in a, at least a championship game. You gonna see Richard Sherman ball out. You know what? To answer my own question, he's been a thorn in our side. If if you remember when uh, in 2012, him and Trent Williams got into it after the playoff game, they showed the clips of him on the uh, on the sideline waving at the fans, talking about "Bye, drive safely," and just taunting. And I, I you know, I held a chip on my shoulder for him because of that. But then I, I watched him play. And I, I, hey, he can walk it like he talk it. So, you know that that chip kind of got smaller and smaller until it was it became I became a fan of his of his game. But I can't deny it. I mean, if he said, "Hey, give me three years, twenty seven million, you got it," because right now at cornerback we need we have Josh Norman. Put him on the other side of Josh Norman. Oh my goodness. All you're going to have to do, you're going to have to try to throw down the middle. So, and we're straightening that up now. So, I I, I would sign him just to, just to have a a shutdown corner on either side. 
So, and sh shifting gears back to Le'Veon Bell, I know Jim and Junie, I love this. Um, it says that he appeared on an Instagram Live Wednesday, and uh, he said he will not sit. He'll be there week one at the facility. So, I don't know, you know, if they talked or smoothed it over, but having him there week one and not sitting out half the season will definitely be, uh, you know, but he, I think I, I'm reading it, it says that he's going to treat the offseason like last year's, you know, where he skipped OTAs and training camp, but he'll report, you know, in time to start for the regular season. So that's good news for the Steelers. You ain't got to worry about him sitting out half the year. Yeah, but it, it still messes up a little bit of chemistry of getting in early, even though he's going to know the plays. And this is the other problem, too. Uh, they got a new offensive coordinator. He's new to the he's not new to the team, but he's going to implement his own plays. So, it, yeah, I hope he just shows up. That's all. And 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 also, you know, they restructured uh, Antonio Brown's contract, so maybe they freed up some money to try to get Le'Veon what he wants. Well, I, I would give him what he wants anyway, but. They got until, what is it, July 15th to work out a long-term deal. He may not even play on that franchise tag this season. True. And that's what I'm hoping, but, you know. Staying at NFL, a piece of quick news. Jerry Jones repaid the uh, NFL $2 million in legal fees. Him and Roger Goodell have been having a pissing match. And for whatever reason, uh, KG, you might have a little bit more info, and they don't like each other. And I don't think uh, Jerry Jones felt that Goodell should have got the contract and the amount of money he should. Once that deal go did go through, Roger Goodell probably was sitting in his office, rubbing his hands together, figuring out how he could blow up Texas Stadium. <laughs> or eighteen. Well, they, I think. What do they call that garbage down there? Yeah, okay. I, think, I think that bad blood goes back to that salary cap penalty where where they see it was only talked about that they gave it to the Redskins, but Dallas got a little piece of that too because of uh I'm using air quotations here pollution, and the the the, the owners from the Giants said that it was a gentleman's agreement between all the owners that yes this is an uncapped year but we're not going to go crazy and drive up salaries. The Redskins go out, sign Albert Hainsworth, $100 million contract. Waste the money. And I was like, that's punishment enough right there. I mean, why you got to punish us with the cap penalties? That's punishment enough. We had Albert Hainsworth. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. But it stemmed from that because the Redskins came, was going into that offseason with, what was it, uh, almost $60 million in cap space, I think. It, it, it was either anywhere between 40 and 60. Nope, take that back. It was sixty because they dropped. They we took, they took forty five million from us. We was gonna lose ninety. We lost forty five the first year, and forty five the second year. And Dallas lost about, I think forty million. So they, I think they took ten and ten. But it hurt free agent, and it, they didn't find out about these cap penalties until free agency started that year. I think at twelve a.m. and they didn't find out until 11.45, that they were going to be penalized all that money at one time. And after that, Jerry Jones has not really cared for Roger Goodell at all. 
Yeah, I, and I can't, I can't blame him for that. One. Hey, fellas. Yo, Jim. Hey, look, staying in the NFL, just, just got a question. Beanie Wells seeking treatment for a brain injury. The man is 29 years old. He says I, he has separation, plaque separation in his head. I mean, you see why guys are looking for looking for money to right. to be able to uh, withstand these medical bills that they're going to possibly have in their future. The man is twenty nine years old. I, you know, it's funny. I didn't realize the man was gone. You know, it's 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 just amazing. A young guy. Having brain trauma, it's just and you gotta understand why guys are. That's why Le'Veon is looking for the money. One of the reasons why he's looking for money. It's it's uh it's kind of sad, man. Hopefully he gets well. He gets the treatment he needs, man. But I thought with the new CBA that you got lifetime medical after leaving the NFL. Whether you retired or not, or did you have to? Do you still have to do the five years to get all the benefits? You know well. We'll have to look onto that and probably touch back on that on the next camp. But I, I, I thought I did remember because that was a big part of the whole contract negotiations, taking care of the the, the players, you know, that came before you. You know, there's a lot of these players that, you know, can't even walk, barely. You know, it, it's it's crazy that, that, that we're at 2018 and – these guys don't have guaranteed contracts and medical treatment after they leave the league and stuff like this is still it's kind of barbaric. You talk about players that can't walk. I look at one of my favorite players of all time, Earl Campbell. And Earl Campbell's in a wheelchair. He's, I mean, he's not hurting for money now. He has his investments, his, uh, his meatpacking business, this man got his own brand of sausage, but he's not hurting for money. But he's in a wheelchair right now. Hey, and I'm like, that's amazing. He only, he only played nine, nine seasons. It's that style of football he played, man. He was straight run you over and uh, just to trample you, trample you, go backwards and trample you again. Hey, can I, <laughs> guys? Let me ask y'all a question before we wrap this up. Can y'all tell me why, and, and if y'all think that Chris Ivory signed with the Bills, can y'all explain this to me? Chris Ivory, the running back. Yeah, yeah. I like Chris Ivory myself. He's not going to make a big splash for you, but he gives you a veteran presence on that team and in the backfield. It's probably just a short yardage pounder. Something that Shady can't really do. You need somebody that's gonna run it up the gut. Shady, your outside man. That's gonna be your inside man. Then that I think that's the best explanation. Well, let's see. Over the last two years, he's averaged three point six yards a carry, seven fumbles, and five touchdowns. Okay. Now I understand. You know he's a he's a big back. And you know you not you know he's not gonna get the majority of the touches Shady is so 
I can understand that, but you telling me Isaiah Crowell or somebody else couldn't have fit that bill? That's my problem. It's like, why Chris Ivory? If we talk about Chris Ivory some years back with the Jets, okay, maybe. But you talking about Chris Ivory now, and I, I just I kind of scratched my head on that one. I didn't really agree with that sign. I thought it was other backs out there you could have got the the backup Shady because you know Shady's gonna get get his touches and you know you want a a good one two punch. But we'll see. Maybe Chris Ivory come in and surprise everybody. I doubt it though. Well, you know that, that might be just the camp thing. Exactly. Bring him into camp and see. Exactly. He might not be on the roster by the time September get here. Yeah, they and they could definitely could be that. Depending on who y'all draft now, Buffalo could very well. If they can't get uh Nick Foles with one of them first round picks, so they can't move up, I think they're gonna take a running back. Uh, you gotta think about the future. Yeah, but Shady Shady ain't getting no older. Not this year. They got too many needs. They need a franchise quarterback. You can you can piece together running backs. You need a franchise quarterback in this league or you are not going to win unless you have an 85 Bears defense or a 2000s Ravens defense. And those come along, they don't come along every couple of years. And we are nowhere near that. So you have to, I think, if you, if you go get Nick Foles, fine. Now, if you go get Nick Foles, you create a whole host of other problems, which now you got to go get, you know, you want to go get a good receiver to throw to. You go give the Dolphins what they want for Jarvis Landry. Do you go, you know, who do you go get? You know, do you go get Allen Robinson to try to give him a target? So, or do you draft the guy? Go ahead, KG. The problem with getting Landry is the same thing with Kirk Cousins. I mean, um, with Nick Foles. If he's not going to sign a long-term deal, you just pretty – it's just a one-year rental. Oh, yeah. I, of course, you, you would definitely have to make sure he's going to sign with you long-term because, like I said, he's under one year now because the Dolphins franchised him. And do you want to give up what you would have to give up to get him? You know, he's a hell of a receiver, but you still have to give up something because now he's a franchise – He's a he has the tag now. So, um, yeah, they, they definitely – they need to make a move one way or the other. Go get Nick Foles. Hopefully he wants to sign long term. I think that'll put them right behind New England in the uh, 9 to 11 win category as far as wins per year. Um, yeah, I, you know, I think you're getting a hell of a quarterback if you go get Nick Foles. Or do you go young and try to move up in top QBs? Which, um, you know, I saw another mock draft. They got Lamar Jackson falling to the Bills at, you know, one of the, the, the back-to-back picks they got. And I wouldn't mind that. We talked about Lamar Jackson a little bit on the last cast, but if that was the case, I I, I don't think I would mind that at all. Hmm. Scary good. Hey, we're going to cut it out here. That's all we got for y'all tonight. We are super excited for next week and the uh, full-blown free agency opening Monday. We are definitely will be we will be on the air Monday. Uh, we'll be tweeting. We'll be on Facebook. We'll be following. 
I, I, I'm hoping Kirk Cousins is a day one deal, and we can we can dissect that and talk about that. Um, Kevin, let them know where they can find us at. First and foremost, you can find us right here on Anchor. Join Anchor, create a profile. You can call into the station, give us your feedback, give us your questions. Come in and debate with us. You can also hear us on Apple iTunes, Overcast, Stitcher, on Android, and the Play Music. I'm sorry. The, yes, that's what it's called. Play Music on Android. Hey, Jim, you there? Yes. Hey, they can also reach us on at Gmail, OOB Show Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to send us a question or um, want to talk about any part of the show we did, more welcome to, to Gmail us. Jim, you got any last words? Just thank you for listening and have a good night. KG, last words? Since B not, but Junie not here to let everybody know, if you want to see Out of Bounds, just send us an email. We'll come to where you at. And speaking of that, if you're in the DMV area and you like a nice, clean car, please, please hit up Scott's Mobile Detailing. Scott's Mobile Detailing, he got a Facebook page. He comes to you. They get the ride right for you. And... um have you look at clean because my man does not like anybody riding around with a dirty car. So please hit him up. Um, Scott's Mobile Detailer on Facebook. We'll try to put the link in the uh, bio on the Anchor app and on the Facebook page also. And also shout out to my friend uh, Davina. If you're also, once again, if you're in the DMV area and you got cluttered space, her name of her company is Clever Space. She'll come take care of you. You know, she also has a Facebook page. Hit her up, and she'll take care of you. That's all we got for tonight. Hope y'all enjoyed it. We'll come back strong with another one. We'll see you probably Saturday afternoon, and we'll talk about some more NFL. Uh, we didn't really get to touch on the NBA tonight. We will definitely talk about the NBA. Matter of fact, we'll come out the gate with the NBA on um, Saturday night. Everybody have a safe night, and I hope you enjoyed the show.